All right, welcome to this week's episode of the Shotmaker Podcast. I'm really excited. I think I'm more excited than Scott is. I'm really excited to talk about Charlie Woods Generation in golf. It was a big weekend a couple weekends ago, which was the PNC Championship, which you may not know, but this is the one time of year where the top golfers play with their either children or with their parents. You have some okay. like... You know, Justin Thomas plays with his dad. You have Nellie Corda plays with her dad. So, you know, but then you also have an introduction to the next generation. Cool. Annika played with her son, who's 11. Uh, Tiger played with Charlie. So that was, might be the big one. <laughs> that might be that the big deal. The... <laughs> um, but what's interesting, especially taking a step back as sports fans, and ultimately, you know, business people have this decision too, is looking to the next generation. So as a little bit of a backstory, maybe you may not know, but my job in college was actually coaching a high school golf team while I was playing in college. And I coached Bernard Longer's oldest daughter, Jackie. Uh, which was a cool introduction into like yeah. what it must be like to be a child whose parent is amazing. Bernard Longer's, you know, won records, you know, senior tour, PGA tour, Masters champ. But what was interesting seeing it from Jackie's perspective, which I think we can also really translate to the second generation of a business owner, is her life was just so different, right? To her, like watching golf was just like that's my dad right and what was funny is even though she did not really play golf she could make every putt because she just oh. was used to watching the best players in the world so of course to her right. every 10 footer right why would it not but what's also interesting is you know her starting point in the sport was very different from you know most 15 year olds right like she's seen the top level she's been introduced to it she's traveled it so, you know, when I watch the VNC, now being a mom and a business owner, it's interesting to kind of think about that next generation and also how the different athletes have approached it. Because as much as you have Charlie, who clearly spends a ton of time with Tiger, their mannerisms were insanely the same, like going to pick their ball up. But then you have others who you could tell their kids don't spend a lot of time with the golfers, right? Like you have Padre Harrington, like his kids really never took it up. So I think it's something to think about as parents because I think a lot of times, especially if you're a business owner and you you know you don't want to force anything on your kids, you don't want to say they have to do this because this is what you did. I think you also forget teaching them the why you love the game. And I have to say I'm really impressed that both Annika and Tiger have actually encouraged their kids to go in because I think a lot of times as an athlete you could say it was such a hard road. The odds are against you. There's a lot of pressure, right? Why would you do it? Like you don't, you don't need need to, right? You probably lead a pretty good life without it. But yet, you know, teaching your kids to love what you do, it's an important lesson. Yeah, no, it's not. It's well, you said whether sports or business, you know, they're gonna follow, you know, what you're doing, and then and then make their own choice. I think that's right. the, the important part of what you're saying. It, it's not forced. It's giving the opportunity that you had if you're a golfer to maybe have them play golf with you. If you own a business, maybe part of that. Yeah. And then see if they like those parts of what you're doing, right? Right, because I think this is also a really good, like, side tax topic, even though, you know, we may not think about it, is we're allowed to pay our kids in our business as a tax strategy, right? right? And I think a lot of times as business owners, it's like, oh, I'll just throw my kids on payroll, you know, right. make sure they, it's under the certain limit, it's tax-free. But 
if we're going to do that anyway, why not get them a little involved, right? Yeah. Show them the business because I think a lot of times we forget that those are great life lessons. Oh, I mean, I grew up in a family restaurant. And oh, yeah. I, I mean, and, yeah. And, <laughs> and yes, I was paid, but I worked. I was, you know, and I, if you laugh, eight, nine years old, busting tables oh, yeah. every once in a while, you know, not a 10 hour shift. Um, but I would say by the time I was 13, I was probably working every other Friday night busing just to be part of it, get in. My dad was there anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I basically dropped off and then I would come home when he left, you know? So yeah, yeah I, I think, you know, <laughs> living and breathing that part of it to, you know. Well, cause it's a good lesson. And I think a lot of times as business owners, you also have like a false sense of protecting your kids. I mean, I think especially like if you look at Charlie, like it doesn't matter, right? No matter where he goes, he is going to be tiger set. So, right. you know, while you could have the argument of, you know, do you want him to have to go out and like pave his way in golf right. and all of that, it doesn't matter. He could be playing water polo and he's still going to be Tiger with right. his kids. So I think it's also like accepting the reality of that and probably similar to a restaurant owner, right? If your son or daughter is busting tables next to, you know, Joe or Sally, it's always going to be your son or daughter. There's not much you're going to be able to do to change that. Right. But the more everyone's just lives with it, lives with that as the reality, but then still continues to say, okay, well, even though you are Charlie Woods, or even though you are, you know, your son or daughter, here's the expectation, right? You still right. have to go practice. And, that, and to me, that's really impressive with, you know, especially watching Charlie, as you can tell that he practices a lot. He loves the game. Sure. Like, he's pushing himself. And I think, you know, he doesn't obviously have to financially. Right? Right. <laughs> Probably okay. But I think that's cool to see that he is yeah. pushing himself and working hard. Right. And he has a different mentality. I mean, again, I know working work my dad playing sports when he was a coach. I got the worst. Like, no other kid got yelled at on the team. I would get yelled at on the team. You know, no other bus boy would be back doing dishes or whatever. I was doing dishes. Like so, but you know, so that was the side of yeah. it that didn't matter. Trust me, there people look like Ooh, yeah, he's he's hard on you, but that yeah. teaches you early on what it's about, whether it's on a golf course yeah. or a restaurant. Yeah, and those are great lessons because, again, I think sometimes you're afraid to, like, you know, be harder, put them right. them, you know, but those are great ways to, to bring in the next generation, bring yeah. them in to see what you do, to understand what you do, and then ultimately really think about those, you know, transition moments, right? Because I think there will be a time where they have to stand Right. on their own and are they are they ready for that pressure well i think that's what we see sometimes is the people that aren't ready for that yeah. or, or don't want it right i don't think yeah. they didn't want it they're in the spot because they've just gotten paid for yeah. whatever their whole life I, I don't you know and then they're not ready to run the business yeah. whether it's again they don't have the desire to they don't want to they don't have the skill set to yeah maybe it's just it wasn't for them you know they could work as hard as they want that was not they were not going to be good at that yeah and that's i think we see some struggles with the restaurant business of well, and I think it's understanding to the next generation. Right. I think you're right. I think the ones that you see that are successful in it have found a way to take what the parent did and make it their right. own. To say, oh, that's great. Like my dad or my mom did this, but now I'm doing this. I think where there's a struggle is like the kids have the unfair burden of you're going to keep it the same. Right. And no, and I think that's it. a two-way street, right? Yeah. Like you, again, I, I was the <laughs> next generation, but my grandparents, great-parents were all in the business, yeah. right? So it, it went... And each kind of level went expanded, made yeah. their own version of that. Um, you know, whether it's adding banquet rooms or changing the, you know, obviously menus and, and restaurants. But you have to let that next generation 
do it differently because it's not going to probably <laughs> succeed if you keep doing <laughs> the same, <laughs> right? Like how many yes. restaurants? There are probably a few, yes. very few around the country yes. that that's what it's going to be forever. Yes. But 99% are going to have to evolve. Yes. And I think that's what's so hard, right? And I think you can even see that, uh, you know, the golf side, and especially in business is, you know, the teaching the parent right. to step back, right? Because I'm sure, you know, if you're a tiger, <laughs> you want to be right there and yeah. have your own opinions. But, you know, if this is going to work, it's got to be, you know, the next generation leading the charge. What happens when Charlie wants to use a different... Right. I don't know a different club than Tiger Woods. I mean, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know golf yeah. like you, but yeah. at some point, I would yeah. assume there's a choice yeah. on maybe what to use and what yeah. happens when three years from now, Charlie is a little better, yeah. knows what he's doing, and maybe says, yeah, thanks, Dad, but thanks I'm going to do this. Yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> what was so interesting. And no one, I didn't see anything if this was, you know, by design, but every year they showed up, they always wear the same thing, right? Okay. And of course, on Sunday, they always wear red. Right, because right? that's Tiger's color. So you know, you have pictures of when Charlie was like ten, sure. or twelve, and like you know, it gets bigger. But they're always in red on Sunday. What was interesting, and again, I don't know if this was by design, but on Sunday, Charlie had a more of like a maroon or like okay. almost like a like not purple, but kind of purple, not red. It was definitely not red. So like a shade. Yes, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I mean, maybe he's coming up with his right. own color, which would be so smart because right. I think. You know, you you're just you need to do something that's a little different. Right. Otherwise, you're always just gonna be completely in the shadow. Yes, right? You're just yeah the son of Tiger, or <laughs> once eventually be Charlie. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I think as we get to the end of the year, as we get into next year, you know, it's a good time to even if it's five, you know, ten years out, just think right. about the next generation. Because I think the other thing we see is. So many times as owners, you think, oh, my kid's not interested. My kid's not interested. Like, they're, you know, they're doing their own thing. And then all of a sudden, your kids come back and they say they're interested. But they don't know anything right. about They don't know what you've done or what your life was like in this place. Whereas if you just bring them in and introduce them a little bit, right. show them why you love it. Because I'm sure there's, you know, some reason that you started this or, you know, sure. created this. And I think them seeing that is such a great place to start. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. So, all right. Well, thank you for joining us on this week's episode. And we look forward to seeing you again in 2024.